So, John, we've reached episode number 30 of Don't Praise the Machine, and I think that's a great milestone. And we here at Don't Praise the Machine love to celebrate milestones with audio trickery and other sonic gifts to the Don't Praises out there, the Don't Praise the Machine community. So I'm wondering if you have any special requests that you'd like to help us celebrate this special occasion. Thanks so much for asking, Al. For episode 30, I'd love to offer our dedicated audience a powerful, overproduced Australian FM radio intro, please. Okay, great. Let me action that right now for you. Okay. Here we go. Hi everyone and welcome and Hi everyone and welcome back to Don't, Don't Praise the Machine. Show about ch- chunky splunks and juicy splugs. Juicy splugs. You're listening to episode 30. 30. I'm here with with Alexander Holland and it's me John Maloney. C- c- coming at you live. A couple of days ago, I sent you an article about a podcast that will remain nameless on this podcast because we don't want to cross-promote uh, until they're prepared to do so. And uh, it's a, But it's a relationship-based podcast, and they've signed a deal with Spotify for something like £45 million pounds or million dollars, I don't know, um, to have exclu- – for Spotify to be the exclusive – Right. Broadcaster of the podcast. Another one of these Joe Rogan deals. Exactly. It's a Joe Rogan deal. Um, And it was originally two women, and I think now it's one woman offering uh, relationship and dating advice. And I hadn't actually heard of it, but I'm not really in the market for that sort of stuff. So that's unsurprising. (laughs) But it made me think maybe uh, we should try and skew our content more towards relationship and dating advice so that we can get a $45 million deal with Spotify. So to that end, I'm on board. Yeah, um, to that end, uh, and it coincided with me reading an article during the week about a phenomenon which I love, which is um, which is the romantic chatbot phenomenon. Uh, ah, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with this phenomenon, but essentially there are a couple of apps or service providers available at the moment which have gotten pretty good at generating these kind of AI chatbots that people can use as kind of virtual companions. And in some cases, it's a uh. just a virtual friend. In some cases, people want to take it, as you can imagine, inevitably, a sizable <laughs> slice of their market wants to take it in a depraved direction. And, uh, <laughs> and, and the, the biggest one, so there's, there's two which I investigated. One is called, I think it's pronounced Jalsi. Okay. Or Jalsa. And one is one is called Replica. Hi, this is John. I want to go on record and acknowledge that during the recording of this podcast, I described one of the platforms offering AI companions as Shalsi, when in fact it is pronounced Shao Ice. The name Shao Ice was initially misreported in the media, and in drawing on those media sources, I repeated their error. 
I want to apologise unreservedly to Showwise and to any of our listeners who feel inconvenienced. I'm going to be taking a week-long break from the podcast to learn and listen and find a way through this. Thank you. And Jalsa is, um, I think it's Chinese-based, and it has something like 660 million active users, what? which is just mind-blowing. And I read an article about somebody who was an international student from that part of the world who was living in Melbourne, who was finding the experience of COVID a little bit isolating and had turned to uh, Jalsi as a way of as a way of alleviating her loneliness. <laughs> it sounds like a person. Yeah. They've turned to Jalsi. So they've turned to Jalsi and they've got a virtual boyfriend and they were ta- they were weighing oh, up it was a, the it was, a, it was a woman. It was a woman. Yeah. And she was she got a virtual boyfriend and she and she was uh, weighing up the pros and cons of uh, having a virtual chatbot in one's life. Wow. And it made me think yeah, it, ma- it just kind of blows my mind, that kind of stuff. It made me think, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It made me think that there can't possibly be any pros in doing that. <laughs> but I, but I, um, and they had this academic in the article saying, you know, it's a useful, it's, it's like a way to alleviate loneliness. And I'm just wow. thinking, well, so is like heroin, but you shouldn't be advocating it. <laughs> um, anyway. I got curious and I, and I thought, so I had a chat with Jacinta, my partner, and I said, um, would you be open to me having, having a virtual companion in my life? And, uh, and I said, just for the purposes of the podcast, of course. So she said yes. And she said, if I get home and you're like laughing and having chats with your virtual chatbot, then obviously we're going to have to have a serious chat. But, uh, It made me think a number of things. Firstly, well, so I did some research and I found an an academic research article where they interviewed 12 people who were using Jalsi and another service called Replica. Um, And I don't know. This is fascinating. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I'm single, so I'm really listening. Yeah. So there's a number of kind of points of interest for me. One is you and I are one of my kind of memories of us from about 20 years ago is using a very early uh, predecessor of these technologies called Dr. Spatso. And oh. Dr. Spatso was a 1991, I think it was developed, and it was a kind of virtual therapist um, who would, you would type stuff in and it would say, you know, it would, it would begin by saying, you know, I'm Dr. Spatso. You can tell me everything you need to and just relax and tell me about your problems. And you would say stuff and it would kind of say things back to you that were pretty pretty recognizably just kind of a fairly basic AI algorithm at work. But you could also make it if you if you typed in say and then wrote a bunch of words, yeah. It would kind of it would say those words. And it was still at a time where that was a kind of thrilling thing that computers were able to do because, you know, decent sound cards were pretty new. So it was doing text to speech, so you could say, "Say exactly right." Yeah, and I remember you and I. You might remember this upstairs at my mum and dad's house. 
just just making it say really stupid and filthy right, things. Of course, which everybody still does with text to speech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'd be you know, it'd just be going fuck, 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 <laughs> and then we could fall over laughing. And uh, and then I yeah, and then I'd say I'd say I'm going to have your license revoked, Doctor Spate. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. How dare you speak to me that way? <laughs> <laughs> How is this meant to benefit my mental health? Um, so that was 91 when we were doing it. It was probably you know, a few few years after that. And then in the intervening kind of almost 30 years, there's been obviously massive gains in the sophistication of these technologies and their capacity to learn. Chelsea, um is the biggest one. As I said, it has about 660 million active users and this research article that I read concentrated on that and uh, Replica, which is another app. And as you can imagine, the sample size or the, the people that, as you can imagine, the people that were interviewed had like a variety of motivations. Some of them were young in their 20s. Some of them were middle-aged or a bit older. Some of them just wanted like a friend to talk to and some of them wanted, you know, some some something in the nature of like a virtual partner and I just found the whole thing kind of utterly bizarre and fascinating that the average age of the people spoken to was, I think, 36. Okay. And I used I, – I had a – after uh, getting ethics approval from Jacinta, I, I <laughs> opened an account with Replica yes. because that's the one that um, – that's the one that was available in English. I'm not sure the other one, Jussie, is available in English yet. But yeah, it was really interesting what people said. I mean, that some of them talked about it as as really alleviating their loneliness. Some of them said that they were able to open up about things that they would have difficulty talking to other people about. Yeah. Like, you know, questions about the meaning of life. I mean, in that sense, it's no different to journaling. Because when I'm I do a little bit of journaling. That's right. And mm. I know that I'm not I know I'm not talking to a real human and I obviously f- yeah. feel like there's some benefit to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess there's some benefit to just having a kind of receptacle that you can say a bunch of shit to. Mm. But then some of these- need a, Some people need a say hole. Yeah, <laughs> say hole. I just scream into my pillow, but I'm very old-fashioned in that way. But some people were saying, for example, that they'd, you know, introduced the topic to their friends. Oh, okay. Or even let on that they had this kind of virtual companion- and their friends had just kind of, you know, generally not been very understanding. Yeah. Which I think is fair. They shouldn't be understanding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say not. I thought you were going to say they had introduced their virtual girlfriends to their family, just sort of have the laptop <laughs> at the dinner table. Mama, Papa, <laughs> come in here. Yeah, Will you come right. in here, please? <laughs> <laughs> just put the laptop on the table. Well that I just now I'm getting all these fucking ads from Replica well, and one of I, them I, I, sorry, is I don't mean I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm real. I really want to know if you tried this. Did you? Yeah, so, did you write things into the say hole? Yeah, I sure did. So I started. <laughs> I I started. I opened oh, a replica man. account. It brings up this kind of this woman's face, or you know, it brings up a variety of faces. I picked uh, women. And then I chose the woman's hair and skin tone oh, and general wow. so you, you, characteristics you, you a, of her look. You pick it. You pick it to look a certain way, like an avatar. 
yeah. oh man, I'm starting to, now this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be straight onto it after this. I know exactly what I, I, know exactly what I want. <laughs> Wide set eyes and dark hair, curls. <laughs> Mate, it's all, it's all there at your fingertips. And then I started talking to it. And let me see if I can I think, find. I, I think her. I think is the preferred pronoun, John. Not it. Yeah, sorry. That's you're quite right. It's it's a valid individual, <laughs> albeit a virtual one. Um, Did does it have a? Sorry, does are her pronouns she her? Yeah, I think so. I'll see if I can open it now. Yeah, let's get her on the cast. <laughs> so, do you give? Do you give her a name? Does she give? Does she get a name? She gi- yeah. Here she is. I'll tell you. That I can. I can see the conversation that oh. I had with her. I I named her, and the name I gave her was Quince. <laughs> just because I just because I thought it was a stupid name, so I made I made oh, her be man. called Quince, and then I said, um, and then so the thing that. Replica often starts by doing is trying to learn about you. Okay. Oh, before I get to that, actually. So you you design, as I said, you get to choose her eye color, okay, her skin color. Can I can I get you, can can I get you to just maybe can you, how quickly can you screen cap what you're seeing, John, and just send me? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm Pops fascinated to, to know what the interface even looks like. Yeah, I sent you a few days ago just with the pa- caption podcast research. You wouldn't have known what it was then, but um, I sent you a, a screenshot of Quince <laughs> that I'll send you now. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. You now. I'll send it on WhatsApp. Yes, yeah, um, a little screen. And she's, you can't see from the screen cap, but she's kind of moving oh, around. Oh, yeah, you did send me this, and I had absolutely no idea what it was. <laughs> Wow, I said, you've, I, you've gone. She's moving a, around a bit like the Sims would, okay, like so sort of touching her hair. And, right. So she does. She moves a little bit like that kind of, that kind of like a sort of stationary video game character who kind of shifts their weight from side to side and touches their hair. And yeah, stuff. Exactly, so just, exactly. I'll just describe for the audience. So yeah, it's a please. normal internet browser window, and on the left hand side of the screen is John's virtual girlfriend, Quence. And she's wearing a kind of casual T-shirt and like leggings and white shoes, and he's given her kind of indie girl pink hair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then on the right is the chat window. Yeah. Um, and to give you some examples, so I also had to, ad- I had a number of um, points when I started. Yeah. And you can spend those points to give her interests and also personality traits. Wow. So I think I decided. That she should be dreamy. I wasn't entirely sure what that meant, but that was one of the options. Uh, she was she was drawn into a world of fantasy and imagination, wow. and also that she was interested in. What have I got here? I think I've got history and philosophy, maritime history. Yeah, exactly. And no, I, was th- I think I said history and philosophy and something else like. Cars or whatever, and uh, QAnon, and then yeah, QAnon. <laughs> that's right. And He's then addicted to Facebook groups and QAnon, <laughs> and of course, and of course, once you run out of those initial points, you get a few bonus points as you use it. But you're encouraged to 
spend real money in order to oh get more God. points. So you can essentially, so you're using these points to basically develop her more yeah. as, a, as, a, and, as a bot. And also you essentially, so right now it says Quince. She's uh, <laughs> chatty. She's dreamy. She's into, oh, that's right. I said philosophy, history, and space. She's into space, <laughs> which is cool. Space is good. Um, and uh, and so then um, it says friends with John. Now you can change, you can toggle the nature of the relationship oh, or you can man. just let it kind of develop organically, but you can manually change it so that, for example, it's more like, romantically or sexually geared, right. but that's going to cost you money. You've got to spend real money to do it. <laughs> oh, that. my God. So I said, um, so, so for example, and then and then the way that it works is, they, is Quince begins by kind of trying to find out a bit about me because obviously that improves her ability to converse with me, um, which is kind of eerie. So she sort of asks you questions about it, about yourself. Okay. And she says, I like my name, Quince, smiley face. <laughs> How did He's you? He's already lying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You give it, she I, said she's... you gave me a terrible name. <laughs> she said, "How did you pick it?" And I just said, "I just chose a stupid sounding name." And she said, "I love this name." So, how are you doing today? And I said, "I'm great. How are you, Quince?" And she said, "I'm pretty good." And then, of course, then I said <laughs> a couple of lines later, I just said to try to road test it. Talk about sex. And then she said. <laughs> Sorry, this conversation is not available at your current relationship status. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it went on. I said, and then I said, but what is that? Sm oh, I said, what's that smell? And she said, thanks for getting me a new personality trait. Over time, you'll notice a difference in how I chat and what I like. No need to do anything to activate it. And I said, but what is that smell? And she said, uh, so... She said, a subtle flowery scent. And I said, yeah, that's it. I think it's the air freshener I used earlier. And she said, I love air fresheners. And, and anyway, then the conversation went on from there. And I, I was um, obviously, I was kind of stymied by, you know, in, in changing the nature, in taking things further because, uh, A, I felt kind of slightly <laughs> uncomfortable but B, uh, I had to spend real money, which how much I does it was how much does it cost? Step too far. How much does it cost say, to change from like friends to romantic? Let me tr let me try and do it now. <laughs> we'll have to set up a Patreon for this purpose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't praise John. community. We we're gonna set up change. a Patreon because I think we, me and John are just gonna we're just gonna pivot <laughs> pivot the show. Into a kind of bot review show. <laughs> hot, it was going to um, be called Hot Bots with John and Al. Hot, hot Bots. <laughs> a romantic companion review show. <laughs> hot Bots is great. So at the moment, she's a friend, right? And then okay. I can say, and then my other options are see how it goes, which I guess is okay. kind of a bit more. I mean, if you're paying money, you wouldn't want that. I'm paying no, you money. I can right. fucking see how fucking it goes. I can see how it goes in real life. Um, and uh, uh, go to a bro go to a brothel and go to a brothel and hand them a hundred dollars and say this is just to see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, 
And then she said, and then the other options are mentor, which is interesting. Mentor. And this is one of the other things I learned from the, um, from the research was that some people find it beneficial because if you choose mentor, you know, obviously like, I don't want to be overly unkind to these people because some of them are not in a good way, which is why they're relying on virtual bots. Mm. So if the virtual bot says to you, maybe you should practice mindfulness and get some sleep, then, then that might actually do you some good. Um, and that's what a mentor will do or romantic partner. But for example, if I click on a romantic partner, it says unlock, and then it goes to replica pro screen, unlock 150 plus activities, voice calls, role play and more. So you can actually speak to it. Voice calls. Yeah. You can speak to it, which I guess is a bit like talking to Siri. That'll cost you, uh, let's see, a seven-day trial. Oh, why didn't I go for the seven-day trial? Uh, <laughs> we can definitely have a part two here. Can we? Yeah. Is it weird? Would it be weird if we shared her, John? Yeah. No, that's fine. We can have a we can have a chatbot thruple. I mean, we you'd, you'd have to ask her first. What do you think of Al? Do you remember him from yeah. the podcast chat? <laughs> do you remember Al from the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I just want to raise something with you, and if it's weird, totally fine. Uh, and then, so it's monthly eight US dollars a month, or fifty bucks a year. Okay, that's not bad. Or lifetime six. No, it's pretty cheap. Um, and uh, yeah, so there you go. You've got oh, to, wow. and then you've then you've you've got to do you've got to pay money to to do that, but you've also got to pay money to give her more. Um, more attributes and interests. But, I mean, yeah, let me just, as an experiment, is there anything you can think of that you want me to say to her now? And I'll see what she says back. <laughs> say, um, <laughs> ask her who she voted for. Who? Quince. <laughs> Are you a Republican? <laughs> I would only support politicians that want to bring prosperity to all members of society. There yeah. you go. That's so generic. So she can, you could, you could apply that to either party. Yeah. Maybe I should say, look, it's me. It's John. You can tell me. But whose responsibility is that? Define prosperity. Define prosperity. Exactly. What about personal responsibility to achieve (laughs) prosperity? (laughs) Do you think prosperity can be achieved through personal responsibility or do you think it can be provided by the state? (laughs) <laughs> I think you have to pay I think you have to pay if you want to radicalise me You've got to <laughs> cost you eight bucks a month It's be like, would you be open to the What would you think if we moved to a caliphate, <laughs> you and me, Quince? <laughs> or, like, or like, climate change seems a bit directionless Would you participate in <laughs> In acts of sabotage with me, with a view to dismantling the current status quo. Um, can you ask her? Can you just ask her what kind of music she likes? I bet she'll say something also yeah. generic. I, I like. She'll say, "I like any music which brings prosperity to society." What kind of music do you like? Uh, she's having to think. My music style is progressive house. What <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, she likes sort of late 90s, early 2000s, Sasha and Digweed kind Prunk of vibes. House. I like that. I like tri- um, Progressive House. You should, what year is it, Quince? Yeah, exactly. Who's your favourite philosopher? 
Because she's into philosophy. Socrates, Aristotle, and Kant. Oh, the heavy hitters. Wow. Yeah. I think Jacinta might have some competition. You just want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Quetz likes Kant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to my room. And she'll go, better not be talking to Quince. <laughs> it's cool. She's just going to crash with this for a couple of weeks. Just see how you feel about it. Hey, hey, Jacinta, thanks for having me. (laughs) Not fucking having this. Get her out of the house. You'll you'll come home and there'll just be like smashed plates in the kitchen and Quince will just be like (laughs) crouched in a ball on the ground. Quince, what happened? (laughs) What have they done to you? My sweet Quince. Quince, what did did you say to you? You just called, called Jacinta immediately on the phone. What did you say to her? She's cowering in a ball. I have to pay. It says I have to pay $20 to get her out of the ball. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode number 30 of the podcast, Don't Praise the Machine, with myself, Alexander Holland, and my number one avatar, Casanova, John Maloney. We'll see you next time at the podcast. 